So you've been training for your career and it's time to move into that next level. You want to become a consultant because everyone knows like a consultant is amazing. I, I don't even know what a consultant does. <laughs> what is performance consulting? Uh, you know what? Professionals use this, uh, this term all the time. And what does it mean? Basically, it's a process that uh, professionals use to focus on results and, and basically getting people to change behavior and have a business impact. You're moving from someone designing a training class and standing up and presenting it to really the other side of that, which is the front side of training. And that's figuring out what's needed in order to make a business impact. And a lot of times, training is the answer or solution. The performance solutions cube that we use says training is the sixth answer. That's because we can look at coaching as an answer. We could look at as recruiting as another answer. It could be um, anything from uh, hiring the right people to firing the right people. Uh, it could be Hey, maybe we're not paying enough or the compensation and benefits aren't where it's at and so people aren't doing their job as well as they could. So there are a lot of other things that, that fall into place, but what this performance consulting can do for you is to figure out um, questioning skills and influencing skills. That's Those are the two skills you basically need to have. If you want to become a consultant, you need to have really great questioning skills and influencing skills. So if you think about the last time that you tried to negotiate with someone or you tried to get, you know, your point across, did you do that well or did you make them angry in the process? If you made them angry in the process, you have some work to do. If you were able to get them to follow your lead pretty easily, this may be a niche for you that you just naturally have a skill set for. So some skills, questioning and influencing skills, but then behaviors. What are the things that you need to be able to do should you want to become a consultant? Well, it's not just asking questions, but it's really listening. Oftentimes, people don't know what they don't know. So they answer your question, but it's not that answer that's the real answer. It's really beneath that. So knowing how to dig deeper than just the first answer. Also, you have to be able to see what, what features or benefits or requirements are needed in order for this next step to happen. So you have to be able to logically think through outside ideas and concepts and processes to be able to make sense of it. And then the final piece that I really see is knowing those um, and understanding those ob objections that are going to come your way and be able to overcome them just through calm and convincing and really just being able to, to use their words to help them understand better. Obviously, the goal of every consultant is to be able to meet or exceed whatever uh, revenue or business need was out there. We always want to meet that or exceed that and be able to share back our results. So there are a lot of different processes you can use. It could be a flow of steps. It could be a systematic data-driven approach. Uh, but whatever you're using make sure that it's a repeatable process so that you can get better and better and better at it. I remember when I wanted to move from trainer to consultant, I thought I was ready. I was like all of 26, right? And what did I know? I just thought it was a pay grade. You know, I just want to make more money. And so I want to become a consultant. Well, the reality is it does take a special skill set and you need to come up with your own methodology and your own way of finding solutions and question asking. 
I had a lot of work to do before consulting would be in my name, name tag, right, or on there. And and basically, it came down to asking questions, but really listening. I think sometimes when we're experts in areas, we don't listen as well as we need to. Don't answer for them because uh, because you've done this project seven different times with other um, divisions of your company. Listen to what their needs are and really ask and clarify so that you have that. Consider also who you could mirror. Who, who is it that's already a consultant that could teach you in your workplace that you could mentor? They could be a mentor for you. And then who could you mentor after you've gained some skills? Because a good mentor is able to then pass on those skills to someone else. So make sure that you're able to really find that person. And again, just keeping the focus where it needs to be. What are the business needs? What are the performance needs? What's the work environment like? What are those needs? Those are the three buckets that you're really looking at. Always, the biggest need is the business need. Does the business need what we're creating? Because that is typically uh, where your for-profit organizations are really looking to, to build their bottom line. And if you're in the nonprofit world, you know, it might be considered an operational need and instead of an organization, you know, business need, it might be called organizational or operational. Um, and instead of need, it might become goal or problem because they just don't talk the same way and that's okay. So consider those few things that I've shared today to take you from trainer to consultant. To get some great questions to ask, you can always start with Google, but I would just start writing down and listing what are some why questions I typically ask in meetings, some what questions, some how questions. And then the next time you're in a meeting, see if you can get the people that are there to dig deeper through one of the questions you've prepared. That's where I would start. Thanks for listening to another creative training tip from the Bob Pike Group. We'll see you next time.